on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. Hi everybody, we're we're back. It's been uh, it's been nine hundred days since we a, a last very recorded. a very welcome off season. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Steve, Pat, and uh, Chris is on assignment in Caracas. Uh, he should be back next week, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, it's been uh, it's been an off season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, again, I, I just think of like heading into the Philly game um, last year, where I mean, I'm not happy that we lost, but part of me was like, thank God it's over. Thank God we didn't have to go down to Atlanta midweek, yeah, yeah. and pay like sixty five dollars a ticket to watch yeah. us lose down there, yeah. Like, we got wet, we lost, we went home, it was over. Like, move on. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. It's the, it's the most I've looked forward to an off... I mean, I'm usually, I'm usually like, within a week of the off-season, like, man, I really miss going to games. Yeah. Not this year. This was a weird off-season, though, because I feel like we were all at each other's throats way more than mm-hmm. normal. Like, it, got, it got really toxic. It did. It, there was a point where I actually muted the terms rbny <laughs> nyrb new york red bulls i muted everything and everyone and like i was down to like six twitter accounts that i follow that was all chicago people complaining about chicago fire so that was great i was still surrounded by like toxicity but yeah it got bad like like larissa said like it got to the point where it was like do, do you guys realize that you all know each other we're all still friends like What's going on here? Yeah. Like, it was it was bad, but we were just you know yeah. I mean, it, it, we were feeding off of what the team gave us. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I mean, the the toxicity doesn't start with like angry people online. Like it starts with a team that seemed to be heading in such a good direction and just decided to just, not give a shit just about felt flat on their faces. Its, its supporters it, anymore. It was so frustrating. Um, but onwards and upwards. Yeah. Uh, we're going to recap the offseason that was. Uh, unfortunately, Hamlet and uh, Armis are still here, but Hamlet has a new boss who's still not here, <laughs> still doesn't have a visa, still chilling at Wolves. Uh, it's Thilwell, right? The, the, how do you say his name? I forgot his first name. Either. I don't even remember. <laughs> who cares? This guy's not going to do anything. There's, They sent us Papa Red Bull over to us, and he did nothing. And it's just, it's bad. It's bad. It's hard to be optimistic. But, uh, yeah, so the players we lost this offseason were uh, Luis Robles, Bradley Wright Phillips, uh, Mario, Kamar, Derek Etienne Jr. Technically, I guess. Techn- yeah, I mean, the lone... He was, ending, he was gone anyway. Yeah. But. Uh, Josh Sims <laughs> and uh, Bezacor. <laughs> And uh, coming in, our new goalkeeper, uh, Jensen, uh, new right back, Egbo. Uh, I, believe it, I believe it's pronounced Ebwo. Ebwo, whatever. <laughs> That's what I've been told. Yeah. Uh, until they announce it, 
uh, in stadium. Oh, right. also out. We lost our the voice of the team That's since right. 1997. That's right. Uh, Bob Glarson, Glarstein is out. And Definitely a worse loss than Luis Robles. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Tolkien, uh, Stroud, and Lemma all came up from Red Bull 2. Uh, we drafted a kid named uh, Segrist, uh, another fullback, and uh, brought in this new player named Josh Sims to replace uh, the departing Josh Sims. It's just like a new signing. Um, and DP signing, that DP is. signing for six months. <sighs> Six months, I think. <laughs> Man, uh, we were linked to like 14 different Scottish, Irish, English, third division. Uh, we were linked to this Portuguese wonder kid uh, from Hull that we didn't get. Uh, according to Dyer, we uh, tried to get like three different other strikers and struck out on all of them so yeah but Velo's back so that's like a new player I've been told it basically is until you know knock on wood he doesn't get injured yeah. in the first game of the season yeah I, I before we move on I just got a quick bone to pick with people uh you know people like to talk about how Ryan Mara is injury prone and like he can't be trusted and and all this like we can't count on him because he's he's apparently injury prone dude got hurt his rookie season and then never had a chance to play after that because of Robles and then went to NYC and got hurt on loan and then came back and was still behind Robles why are we giving Velo a pass after tearing two ACLs in back-to-back -back seasons like we're gonna count on him that we're good because we got Velo but we can't count on Brian Mara like I'm just confused by deciding who's injury prone and who's not. I I don't like. It's just, I don't know if I'm in the wrong part of Twitter. I didn't even. I, I'm not even aware of the the like, you know, people going after Ryan Mira. As, it's as more injury on prone. Facebook and oh, Metro why. Fanatic. Oh, that's definitely. It's why. a little bit of Twitter, but like it's it's more of those people that are just attacking Mira. That like, well, we need to bring in Jensen because you know Mira's injury prone. It's like really like he got hurt twice yeah Twi i mean yeah he got hurt in the last preseason game we still don't know how severe it is it's I, I, I think i read i mean i don't even remember where i read from i, I think i read two weeks yeah so it's not even a, a yeah. big deal but yeah anyway so those are the moves that we have uh just quick yes or no is the team in a better position than it was last year do we have a stronger roster Stronger roster, no. Better position, leaning yes. Only because I, I mean, it seems like we have, um, we have players better set up for like a four-two-two-two than we did last year. I mean, I, and I and I say this as, as someone who like doesn't really care about, you know, about this stuff and. I've always been a little bit resistant to like the idea of the four two two two, but people who definitely know more than me um, think that that's the way to go, and that pretty much the only reason why we weren't doing that in the past couple of years is because we had Bright Phillips. Yeah, and you know, like you you really can't compromise with a guy like that. But now that he's gone, um, I think the personnel is better set up for like sort of the like 
archetypal Red Bull Global. Yeah, but do we have uh, the fullbacks to? No, no, that's, no, we don't. That's, that's what I'm afraid of. No, like, we don't. We have a nice spine, but like you move to the but, outside. I mean, and... but last year defensively we were horrendous. Even, I mean, yeah. like 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 you you gave Chris Armas like probably the two best fullbacks um, that that. that and benched another one quite frequently uh, and then they were both sold I mean I, I'm the not same club. to the same club I'm not convinced that you know this year would have been much better with the two of them because Armas doesn't know how to set up a team anyway if I told you last year this time that Kamar Lawrence and, and Mario would be playing with Vincent Company, <laughs> <laughs> would you have believed any of that by by this time last year, Vincent Company was still on Manchester. He was City. still with Man City. He was right. still their captain. Like, <laughs> right. I guess I would have assumed that Company was on his way out to somewhere else, but um, I guess you couldn't be Playing sure. With and for because he's a player and coach. Right. Right. <laughs> it's insane. Yes. Um, like this is this is just mind boggling to think about. Right. Like, I, but but neither of them they're they're, they're good enough. For for Vincent Company, but neither of them were good enough for Chris Armas. Yeah, exactly. uh, especially especially Amir, um, exactly lazy player, total oh, yeah. bin man, totally oh, just terrible. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's my point. He had amazing talent on the wings, mm -hmm. and they're gone, and we're replacing them with uh, a guy that we drafted and some guy that named that we might not be able to pronounce his last name, but. <laughs> I still, I can't even tell you where he came from. I know nothing about him. Like, yeah, I, I, he was a Crystal Palace product. He was at Munching Gladbach. Um, I maybe the second team, even richest owner in MLS, and we're we're just picking up <laughs> the scrap. Heap. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, but no, we're gonna be positive. We're gonna be be positive. Um, yeah, so that's the roster we have. I mean, our, our lineup is basically now Jensen at in goal. Uh, I guess I have to include McIntosh on in since if Mara's out for two weeks, we need a backup goalkeeper. I guess he would be in the squad. Yeah, man, I can't wait for Jensen to like get a red card against Cincinnati. <laughs> 12 like, minutes in. <laughs> and we're, we're playing McIntosh in RSL. Oh, like It's going to be so exciting standing out there. Um, we'll get to away trips, though. Uh, yeah, the, the lineup just... Who do you start in midfield? Central. <laughs> I don't know. Centrally. Um, Here, I'll just get to write names look, down. So we've got Davis. I mean... It, Rizza. <laughs> CCJ. I'm forgetting somebody. This is how forgettable. Oh, Sims. Like it. I mean, it depends what formation you're going with. But like, if you're, if as some of the people, um, who again know more about this than I do, are suggesting that we are going to pivot to a four-two-two-two, like I guess it would. I mean, it would probably have to be um, Davis and. Caceres in the middle, and then like Low and Sims out wide, and then Kaku and Royer up top. We're totally winning USL Cup this year with this roster. <laughs> <laughs> League One. 
Uh, <laughs> man, it's hard to be positive. Um, yeah, so I guess our second point on the rundown, we're still a little, we're in preseason mode too here. We don't have Chris. Chris is a good rock. He, he keeps us steady. He actually does research. Yeah, Chris does all the research. We just talk like idiots. Uh, so so that's our roster. That Those are the moves we made. We're not going to make any other moves uh, this offseason. Um, wh- what's your preview for the season? What What is your prediction on where we finish this year? Um, so I was thinking about this yesterday. Usually what I do for the last couple of years, I go through like all the game, like every game by game and think like, well, how are we going to do per game and, you know, just sort of add up the predictions. I didn't do that this year because I could, I just couldn't be bothered, but it makes sense to me that we finished with somewhere in the low fifties. Um, we were talking before actually recording and you said we'd be lucky to break 55 and I pretty much agree with that. Um, not that I've followed the most closely how everyone else is doing, but it doesn't seem like anyone who is going to be pushing us for the playoff spots um, got a whole lot better. Mm. Um, and as a result, like, just by default, I just don't see us dropping very far. I mean, I, I think we finished, like, fifth, fifth or sixth place. Do you think we finish above Inter-Miami? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think they have a good squad. Like, I, I out of curiosity, was looking through it this morning, and... Um, it's it's not a very deep squad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like like they basically they brought in they brought in uh, what's even his name, uh, Pizarro, mm-hmm. and um, and like Luis Robles. So they have like Christian Dad in goal and a you know pretty decent uh, midfielder, but like outside of that, like there weren't too many names on there that I reckon. And, and you see like the, like the clubs where they came yeah. from, and it's. Like half of them are like USL guys. Yeah. Um, but they're going out there and like buying ridiculous South American players and Mexican players yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like that. They're, they're going like, to be a very top heavy team. Yeah. Um, and it's basically like for them, it's like, are they going to manage themselves as well as LAFC did? Yeah. Um, but I do think we finish above them because like even through last year when, you know, we had a gym teacher as coach and players who apparently couldn't be bothered to compete for a supporter shield. Um, like there, there still is a sort of like a, a sort of philosophy that exists in the Red Bull clubs, like it or not. And having that as like a backbone, even if, as I'm convinced, like we don't, there is no plan for, for Red Bull New York. Yeah. They don't have a plan for no. us. Um, but the fact that there's some sort of structure in place gives us um, a little bit to fall back on. And that's the only reason I, I, I feel any sense of optimism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, we had the front office meeting last week. And, like, I made a joke about, like, you know, make sure you uh, you play this one song when we lose in the – when we get knocked <laughs> out in the playoffs. And they're like, oh, man, like, w- what a great attitude. I'm like, well, I'm at least being optimistic enough to think that we'll have a home game in the playoffs get knocked out of. Um which would require us to finish at the minimum of fourth. Right. That's going to be a tall order. I could see us finishing fifth or sixth. City's down. better than us. Philly's better than us. Atlanta's, Atlanta's better, than, better us. than us. DC. Um, well, DC just lost, what's his name, for the season? 
Ariola. Ariola's right? out. That's right. They have no Rooney's no, gone. Rooney. Ariola's yeah. They might out. be trash this year. They should be and, trash. And this they year. have they have institutionalized Chris Armas managing them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, New England didn't really do much to get better. No. That's the thing. Like nobody in the East did. Yeah. Every, like the East last year was garbage, and I think pretty much everyone got worse. Who finished fifth last year? Toronto. No, they no. were fourth. They were fourth. Yeah, they were. Was f- who? Yeah, they hosted DC and then they went to NYC. DC was fifth, right? Yeah. <laughs> after after they they had Cincinnati at home with two yeah. players sent off and couldn't break them down. Yeah. To get a, a home playoff game. Yeah. The only good thing that happened last year. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I, we're gonna get into the make the playoffs just because but it's we're not going to get a home game I don't expect us to advance out of the first round I really yeah. don't we um, will be there because MLS Digital said that we're going to finish in yeah. like ninth place yeah. but I think the bigger question is do we make a US Open Cup run do you prioritize Open Cup knowing that you're probably not getting a home playoff game anyway like making the playoffs is a crapshoot you got to win yeah. five games to win a cup and qualify for CCL. Yeah, and one of those games is almost a guarantee against a lower league opponent. You and Chris talked about this like like a year ago or two years ago, previewing for like the the uh, the eighteen season, mm-hmm. and you guys basically said like it's it's actually pretty easy to play in an Open Cup semifinal. You just have to take it seriously. Yeah, and. Um, so if, so if I'm in charge, like, like that's, that's exactly what I'm doing. And I would be doing that regardless, like, yeah. like whether we had a, a shield contending team or not. Yeah. The, the open cup starts earlier this year. Our first game will right. be the week of May 20th. Right. Um, if all goes according to plan, well, it, it it's the semifinals and the finals and the quarters, all of that depend on who's in it because it'll, the, it could overlap with leagues cup. <laughs> which we're not even going to preview because it's not a real fucking thing. It's on par with Campioni's Cup. It's fake. It's a fraud. It's a money grab. It doesn't matter. If you win it, who gives a shit? I don't care. Um, sorry if you care. I, I'm not sorry. Th- um, that is the last time we'll ever talk about League's yeah. Cup on here. Yeah. That's um, a promise. Yeah. Uh, but, so, it you you could, in theory, be done with... You could win Open Cup in August. Like, yeah. the final could be the last week of August. Yeah. That would be amazing. Like, give me that. Yeah. That, yeah. that sounds great. Like, give us a cup. I already know what we'll sing when we win it. Like, let's let's make that the goal for this year. Go I mean, win Open Cup. I mean, of all the times that a team that hasn't even made the playoffs has won the Open Cup, like, it should incentivize... DC United, 2013, worst God. team in MLS, I wins would, Open Cup. They won three games all season. I was going to bring that up, and then uh, I decided it, it was just haram to even talk about that. I was I was going to mention Houston as an example last yeah. year, but like, or uh, the year before. Um, but yeah, like, it, it's totally not unheard of for a garbage team in MLS play to win the Open Cup. Yeah. Just because they take it seriously. Um, Got to win something. I mean, that's basically, I mean... Uh, we ha- we did have a good team in 2017 that was, you know, uh, you know, maybe not playing as well as it should have been in league play. But like, 
we had a we had a good team. Took the cup seriously. Like I talked to Jesse Marsh, um, before the the semifinal, and he basically said like like if 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 stupid Don Garber would let me, I'm sending RB two to play NYCFC because we're prioritizing the cup. Yep. And like that's exactly the attitude that I want yep. from from a manager, specifically when we're not going to be competing for a supporter shield. Yeah. Or, you know, a home playoff game if you care about that. Yeah. So, all right. So, that's what we think we should do. Do we think we're going to no, do it? No. No. Absolutely No, no. We, we, no. We've never done that except no. maybe that one year. Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God. if the, I mean, if the games are at Montclair again, because um, that's a real possibility. It um, is. I think they learned their lesson, though. Me too. I hope but they I'm learned not, their lesson, though. I'm, I'm not... Counting on it until no. I see that it's going to be at played played yeah. at Red Bull Arena in writing. Yeah. All right. So <sighs> speaking of away trips at, to Montclair, uh, <laughs> the beginning of the season is very away heavy. Yeah. We have a lot of road games to start the year. Uh, we're home this weekend, and then we have three straight weekends away, and then we're home. All great trips. Yeah. Really. And then we're home for a weekend, and then two more weekends away, and then home away home away away like it's it's insane uh so our first away game is to beautiful balmy sunny uh warm real salt lake sandy utah in march which yeah. was you know gorgeous last we, time we, we played out there we in were there last march. time why do they keep scheduling us out there in march it sucks. so that it's so that we can go hiking in a blizzard until lens splits his shoe open and has to turn back yes yes exactly <laughs> Um, we don't have good luck at Salt Lake. No. I, I, I know it's not, but I feel like the last time we won in Salt Lake was that playoff game yeah. in 08. Where they, they hit the post like 16,000 times. Yeah. Like, we should not have won that anyway. No. Um. I, I actually, no, right, you're right. I can't even think of a time in between that. Yeah, that we off the top of my might head. have won. Um, and then we go to uh, Minnesota to finally go to their new stadium. Yes. Which looks great. Uh, if you haven't bought your tickets, uh, sales close on the twenty eighth at noon. If you're, if you miss out, you miss out. I can't extend it. Sorry. Minneapolis is a very underrated city. It is. I will say. Um, and I got to meet one of the guys from Red Loons, and we're going to go on a tour of socialist bookstores, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna play some socialist board games. He sent me a picture of a game. It's like Karl Marx arm wrestling somebody. I'm, it looks awesome. Like the the more I learn about this coming trip, the more jealous I am that I that I'm not doing yeah. it. Um, Chris will be there. Yeah, Chris will be there. So yeah, Chris, buy your tickets. Um, <laughs> and then the following weekend, we're in Miami. Well, I'm sorry, Fort Lauderdale. See, we could right. we could play Geography right. B too. Um, and we'll have a hundred people down there, which is how many tickets they gave us. So we sold them out. Wow immediately uh, the esc sold out our half in less than 48 hours they were just gone wow uh we probably just sold another 20 tickets if they gave them to us um and then, how, many, how many people are in minnesota right now i don't know where va is at but we should be around like hopefully like 30 35 oh, wow. maybe 40 slightly more than the two that yeah, are going to, yeah, that are going to it's utah it's just me and larissa going to salt lake um and then we got Chicago at Soldier Field. That'll be interesting. We haven't yeah. been to Soldier Field in years. Um, and then Toronto in April. Fun. Uh, 
we played DC home uh, away and home within a month of each other in April and May. Yeah. When we've normally been playing them August, in September. Like September. Yeah. <laughs> just, just odd. Uh, we've got Cincinnati on a Wednesday that I don't expect anybody to go to. No. Don't bother. NYCFC uh, is the next one. No, that's the thirty first. Oh, we have LA Galaxy before that. Oh, right, because I'm so I'm going to Galaxy. Okay, yeah, and then yeah, um, right, that'll and be fun. Then, and then we have Atlanta home, DC home, NYC away. Yeah, in three consecutive weeks. Right. Um, which is really going to be fun because the DC home and the NYC away bookend my thirtieth birthday. My birthday falls on a Wednesday. And those are the two weekends around it. Wow. So uh, the day before the NYC away game is uh, the Champions League final. So we're getting a group together. We're watching Champions League final, drinking, and then bar hopping until all the bars close, and then going to after our bars. And then when Jack opens up Football Factory, stumbling into Legends for the pregame for the NYC game, and then somehow weekend at Bernieing me up to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> and it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. I'm not gonna have to remember anything from that game. Right. Uh, I, I I think it's great how everyone seems to have their own coping mechanism with how to deal with. Yeah, the I mean, Yankee hey, Stadium game. Yes, he came out with vodka. Like, yeah, we, please we, buy one. Please, please buy the vodka. I spent a, I laid out a lot of money on that. <laughs> please, I need my money back. I'm doing my yearly uh, leave the greater New Jersey area for NYCFC. Yes. I'll be in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, um, in in June, uh, June 13th, a Saturday, we're in Orlando. And then Wednesday, we're at Vancouver. That's a fun That's a hell three, of a trip. Three flights. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be interesting. Uh, once again, Colorado, 4th of July. Like always, yeah. Uh, that's a maybe. Uh, hey, they got fireworks, and I hear the plague's gone. So, <laughs> um, New England is New England. Montreal in August. Uh, Atlanta the end of August. Uh, we have Columbus away the night before. Uh, my mom is getting remarried. So and she's getting remarried in Long Island at like noon on Sunday and the game's at 7.30 in Columbus and there's no flights that'll get me back in time. So uh, if you would like to see me sprint out of a stadium and burn rubber leaving a parking lot to drive 10 and a half hours, come to that game. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to rival Pat Murphy as the fastest in ESC. <laughs> and our last away game is a bus trip to Philly the second to last week of the season. Which could yeah. end up being a preview of another terrible playoff matchup. So yeah, there's your away trips. Notice we're not playing every team away. Right. We don't get to play uh, Nashville this year. Well, they're, I mean, they're in the West. They're in the West. But, um, but we don't get to play them home or away this year. Right. No San Jose. No San Jose and no Kansas City, so right. Kaku can't kill anybody else. Um, But... Yeah, those are the trips. I would suggest, uh, well, obviously, you can't get your Miami tickets anymore. But Colorado's always a fun trip. Their tailgates are awesome. They treat us really well out there. Um, it's really in the middle of nowhere, but, you know, 4th of July, it's Colorado. They have weed. Also a fun city. It's an awesome city. Um, LA Galaxy is on Mother's Day. Uh, so... 
if you can make it, make it. It'll be fun. Uh, but the game is at like one o'clock local time. Like it's super early. Yeah. Uh, so we. I'm might... just worried about how that's even going to work logistically because I refuse to rent a car out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really in the middle of nowhere. Um, but uh, we'll probably hit up the brewery that we went to last year for pregame. We'll probably hit them up postgame. Phantom Carriage Brewing Company. Is that the one that does... Um... They have like 10.5% beer that I had like four liters of before the game. That sounds great. And hung out. And like Connor Lade's brother was there. Oh yeah, Connor Lade's out too. He retired. Forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everything, Connor. <laughs> it's been a great ride. You were really nice to me every time I saw you. Like, you're the man. Sorry for forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, if Chris were here, we would have gotten that. Yeah, we would have remembered. Yeah. That's why we need Dad here. Dad always remembers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, trips are fun. You go to trips not for the game, just for the experience. Uh, you, you just... Just have a blast this year. That's all we're, we're aiming to do. No matter what, how the team is on the field, like we're still going to have fun. We've got a bunch of new songs that we've been working on this offseason. Uh, me, Chris, and, and uh, John from Viking Army. Hi, John. Uh, sat down for like three and a half hours in Baltimore when we were at ISC. And, uh, you know, just to discuss new songs and revamping the songbook and working together. We've got probably a a dozen to a dozen and a half new songs Thank waiting God. to be implemented. Obviously, we're not going to throw them all out there at once because nobody's going to learn them. But, you know, we'll do one song at a time, just moving forward. We're going to start with, you know, songs that ESC knows that Viking Army needs to learn or that Viking Army knows that ESC needs to learn and, and GSU and all that. Like, it'll be more cohesive uh, because we got safe standing. We do. We don't have seats. Thank God. I, I, I genuinely hope the boat sinks. And nobody nobody dies, but, like, the yeah. seats are lost forever. Yeah, no, just that... And, and we're that left the, with, like, the proper... Just... Yeah, just that the cargo... Seatless railing. Yeah, like the... the what is it called? The trailer that they're on. Yeah. Like happens to be in the corner of the ship. Right, and, and they hit a wave. Right. And just that just one, that one. falls over. That's maybe like, better because then other people don't get mad about, you know, their, like, coffee makers being late or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and we don't want to pollute the oceans. No, we don't. No, no. No, we don't. No. No, that was, that was very problematic, what yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eco-fascist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the rails are in. We'll have terrorist styles for the first game, right. at least. Uh, but, yeah, so we got safe standing. We got stand by me you guys should all know by now it's not that hard to learn we're going to be singing it after games win lose or draw we're still going to stand by the team yep. we might not stand by the coach and no. front office and sporting director mm. and director head of sport or whatever his whatever title the titles is. are uh, we're here for the players we're here for the club let's make sure that they still know that um but yeah, our first chance for that will be Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a soccer definitely team. A, definitely a soccer definitely team. Definitely a soccer team. I think team. we found that out towards the second yeah. half of they're, last they're year. They're actually a foosball team. 
Which could that, be the problem. Is that, that, is, that, that is right. They're a foosball team. Uh, so everyone's just sort of standing around waiting for someone to flick them into action. Yes. Um, yeah. Basically. Exactly. Uh, we still have not lost to Cincinnati. No. We are under- Should have done twice last year, to, to be fair. I mean, in, we should have lost the Open Cup game, too. Sh- yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but, no, we haven't lost to them, which is nice. I, I like that. Let's keep that going. Um, what's your prediction for the game? I mean, I I would go with... The coach conti- just got fired. For right, for racist. doing a racism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, look, Cincinnati is... is, is they're clearly were not ready to, uh, you know, when, when when they won promotion by winning <laughs> by winning, uh, by winning the USL Shield, um, <laughs> and, and then paying a quarter of a billion dollars to Don Garber, um, they, they clearly were not ready to play in Major League Soccer, and it, it seems like they're still not ready. They're not a well-run team, not a good team on the field either. Um, we're not a particularly good team in many ways. I think it's another like ugly one goal win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two one. Two one. We don't get a clean sheet. Are either of our goals own goals? Are any of the three goals own goals? <clears throat> no, ours. I mean, the one that we concede is definitely not because we're just not going to be set up well enough to de- to, to defend. Um, <laughs> there will be one time where they just cut right through our back line which is you know not been properly coached yeah. um no no i think i think maybe ugly goals but probably probably no own goals yeah. i own goal hasn't really seemed to have been on our side since 2017 um yeah i i i also uh you know maybe would put money on cincinnati like still having you know better chances than us and just being too bad to convert them yeah We'll take like three shots and score with two of them. <laughs> the Brian White special. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I agree uh, that we we should win two one. The pessimist in me wants to say we draw like one one. <laughs> yeah. But like we give up a goal in like the ninetieth plus three to really drive home the point yeah. of what the season is going to be like. Yeah. Um, but let's be optimistic to start. Um, so it's uh, our last segment questions thank you for sending in the questions so should uh, i sing the song i was no i got this instead oh no question time <laughs> please play this during the episode so that my voice can be heard by the world uh chris asked that we play that and he said i forgot to say armis out but say that too we're gonna finish fourth and armis will be fired by the end of april Originally, I was going to give a bunch of fake predictions on behalf of Chris that he thought that Chris Armis was going to win Coach of the Year, get a statue built for him, uh, go down in history as the greatest coach in the history of the club. But he said he was going to retract all of that. So I didn't bother. (laughs) (laughs) So we got some some questions. I'm going to start with DM questions because I opened the DMs and some people are just more willing to submit a question via DM. And it worked. Uh, first question is from Stall Tactics. Uh, hi there, first time, first time. What role can slash should Rizzo play this season? Seems like he's behind Davis and CCJ no matter uh, the game state. Pretty much agree with that. Um, look, 
there there were times last year, a lot of times, where he just doesn't seem to really... You know, from 101, it's not always so easy to figure out, you know, what is going on in the field. And people shouldn't be doing that. They should be participating and supporting the team. But um, what, what, what is never lost on us is, um, you know, things like, you know, either players aren't giving effort, which I don't, I'm not accusing him of, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's, it's just, it's just palpable how lost someone is. Yeah. And I think he has a lot of good qualities, like good at, you know, hitting the ball from outside the 18 yard box, which a lot of players on our team just, you know, are unaware of, uh, you know, unaware that that's even a possibility. Um, but for the most part, I, I don't think tactically he molds into the team the way that Adams and CCJ would. And as a result, plus he's older and he's had his injuries. Um, I, I, I would have him mostly on the bench and mostly as a rotation player. Yeah. I think the bigger question to that is what the hell happens with, with Alex? Alex Muyo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's more of a wide player anyway. Yeah, but is he going to be playing at all? I hope so. He's good. I think so. I mean, he's basically he's basically behind Velo. Yeah. And as long as Velo isn't 100%, you have to start Alex Moyle. Yeah. Because he's good. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the question. Uh, Brian Kirk sent us a question. Uh, who do you think will be the starting 11? I guess we went over that a little we bit. We did. Do you think healthy Mira starts over Jensen? Can't say I've seen enough of Jensen yeah. to know. Jensen, um, Jensen, but whatever. Uh, defensively, like it really does seem like Ebo and Segrist are going to be the fullbacks. Um, yeah. Unless they plan on giving us more Buckmaster, which please don't. Um, and I, I guess uh, it'll be, again, another rotation of Long Tarek and, and Tim Parker. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Tarek will be starting when Long's on international duty yeah. because we don't have a single weekend off until September 5th. Yeah. It's the only Fun. weekend off that we have all season, uh, which is nice because we only have three Wednesday games, but, like, it sucks for me because, and, like, anybody else that follows this team because, like, it's every weekend. There's not a single weekend off. Uh, but okay. at least by the time we have that September weekend off, you get to watch the Jets play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for wishing that on me. Uh, so the back will be Ebuo, Long, Parker, Segrist. For your Davis, CCJ, defensive mids. And then Sims and Velo. If, if Velo is 100%, you start him because he's good. What are you doing with Royer? He would play up top, because in a four-two-two-two, like the the strike, like both strikers aren't necessarily supposed to be strikers all the time. Okay. Like one of them is going to to always be transitioning into a midfield role anyway. So that I'm guessing you could even you could even use Velo up there and have Royer out wide. So I'm guessing it's a Maybe rotation. That last spot is a rotation between White, Barlow, and Yorgi. Yeah, I still think White is like your starter. Yeah. Because I'm. I mean, some people really rate Tom Barlow. I like him, but I, I guess we haven't... I mean, we haven't seen enough production from him when he's been in the first team. Like, he always he always looks like he's he's in over his head a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
and Brian White has not. No. Um, no, but... I also think, I mean, with Jorgensen, it's still hard to get a read on him. I mean, he... Not that I've seen the most of him, but, like, he can't finish. No. <laughs> so... No. I, I'm not. Qu- I'm not quite sure where he fits in this year. Spent a lot of money. We, we, we did. I didn't pay for him. I, don't I care. didn't pay for him. I don't care. No. Uh, next question is from Jeremiah. Uh, so much negative negativity around the start of the season. Much of it for decent reasons. But let's look at it in a different way. Hypothetically, the team starts strong and heads into Week Four against Miami undefeated at three and zero. Uh, what do you think specifically would or could be going right that would be making them play well for that to happen? What are the potential positives about this group? Okay, so to answer the first question, what what could possibly happen in order for them to get off to a good start? Um, Chris Armas misses all of his flights, and <laughs> they have to get someone else to, to manage the team. Um, assuming that doesn't happen, look... The, the problems are going to be defensively this year, just yeah. like last year. I mean, I, I feel like Aaron Long has still, even though he's not even the coach anymore, Aaron Long has still been ruined by Spicy Dave at the national team. Yeah. Um, he has not been the same since no. he started getting called up. And if he if if he's back into like a 2018-type form and he can you know do the job that Chris Armas is supposed to do on the field and organize the back line in a way... Um, that is, you know, slightly more similar to when they were actually good. And I know you're missing, you know, the, the, the two best fullbacks that we've ever laid eyes on, but um, if they can tactically be sound defensively, I think that goes a long way towards winning those early games. Be- because I, I really don't... like Just like last year, we didn't have that much of a problem going forward. Like, people thought we did because we didn't have a 20-goal scorer. But a lot of people were pitching in with three or four goals, and um, I mean, I mean, there are goals to be had in this team. It's, it's just you know, we're going to concede a lot. I think. Yeah, I feel like the only way where we could be three zero and zero is if every team underestimates us. If yeah. they come into the game thinking, "Oh, this is going to be a cakewalk," yeah, and which which they won't do because. You know, yeah. it's not like we were Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I don't see that happening. I actually just looked it up because Larissa is upstairs and listening and messaged and asked what our record is at Salt Lake. The only time we ever won in Salt Lake was that playoff game. We drew the four games before that. And have lost six of the eight, uh, of the seven since. We have one draw in 2014. We lost in 2016, lost in 2018, 2012, 2011, 10, 9. It's not, you want to talk about House of Horrors. Yeah. It's not going to be good. Um, Thank you. um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't see it being possible for us to to be walking into Miami with anything more than a win Um, I don't see us coming back home and facing Orlando the following week with more than 
a win. Like, I just don't see it. I don't see us getting out of April with more than two wins under our belt, period. Yeah. And it's it's only going to get worse from there. I mean, maybe we'll win in Chicago. They're pretty bad. Maybe, but we didn't win there last no, year. No, we didn't. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we got rid of the best, the only player to have never lost to Atlanta is now gone. Yeah. So that, that bodes well for us when we have to face them in May. But we'll get there when we get there. Um, I mean, maybe we'll win in D.C. on another fake penalty. Yeah. yeah exactly. I'd, I'd take that. Yeah. Um, okay, so more questions. Um, Tom Bellows asked, can David uh, Jensen dunk? Yes. Uh, I'll say yes. That's That sounds plausible. Um, 2-9 Stan... Uh, asked, how are you guys going to incorporate the Armis mantra of togetherness for the show? Chris already answered that by not being on the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of like this, which you can't see me, but you know what I'm doing. It's the Armis Armis hands. It's we're gonna be doing a lot. I of feel that. very together. Just, yeah, just watching. Yeah, you do that. Uh, we're gonna walk around with googly eyes because that's my favorite picture ever of Chris Armis. <laughs> uh chris ashley asked uh does standing in the south ward count as leg day uh how much will uh we look like tim parker and uh, and or carlos rivas by october okay well you're never gonna look like carlos rivas no so no give up on that uh, but instead of doing leg day why don't some people pick up some extra drums and instruments and do some arm day yep and give us yeah. a better instrumental section um, because uh, I, I feel like the, the one bass drum just doesn't cut it. No. Uh, we need Edgar back or someone on a snare at least. Yeah. Um, um, I will say uh, we have, you know, new songs that we're introducing. Uh, the size of your legs by the end of the season will depend on how loud you sing the new songs. Because if you don't, we will just do shalala for longer and longer periods of time, and you will have to jump more and more and more. So sing the new songs, learn the new songs, <clears throat> save yourself from having to do shalala when it's ninety-five degrees out. It's not a threat; it's a promise. It's because I love you all. It was threatening, but yeah. Um. Uh, we got a question. Uh, I really don't want to talk about this game. Uh, the South Ward is closed for the CCL game because Red Bull wouldn't would not allow the South Ward to be open for that game, especially because we have not used the South Ward, but it is our home. So the South Ward, no matter no matter what, was going to be closed. That was never a question. Um, uh, Christopher Leon Johnson also asked, uh, "What non-Red Bull games are you anticipating?" Uh, the She Believes Cup or the Greece-Costa Rica game. I'll be honest, I, I really don't care about either. I, I guess the She Believes Cup because it's the women's national team. But, yeah. like... I, I, I always, yeah. like, refuse to be a dick about women's international soccer yeah. because, like, it's actually important yeah. to their careers. Yeah. But still, fuck international soccer. Yeah. Ban the whole thing. Yeah. Um... I don't know, come up with something different to make sure that uh, women's soccer players can 
put food on the table. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thompson asked, who on the roster would you have replaced Chris this week? Alex Moo. Or Ryan Mara. I'd love to just sit here and, like, shoot the shit with, <clears throat> with Mara and, like, play some PS4. <laughs> yeah, that would roll. Yeah. Like, hey, Ryan, if you're listening, I got a couch. Like, we play some PS4. I've got a cooler, uh, a fridge full of, like, Red Bull and iced tea. He's good friends with Pat Murphy. <sighs> that bothers me a lot. <laughs> but, hey, Ryan Mirror recognizes me and remembers me every single time he sees me and, like, makes time to talk to me, which is nice because right. now I that Lady's gone, he's the only one out. that does it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the X is for Extreme. Uh, asked, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you like Tim Parker's white Goldman look? 1. Oh, come on. How <laughs> could you... We're going to look at this. We're going to look at this. How could you not like that? Okay. 2. <laughs> <laughs> I will like his you know look what? more mm -hmm. if he brings in some new Eastern European fullbacks named Laser and Blazer. <laughs> then I'm all for it. That it will all be Team Cobra. I'm uh, I'm just going to say the, the the handlebars are great if you're not like a cop. <laughs> and the, if 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 he weren't a cop, I would say I, I would I would give him much more than a 2. But seeing some of the Instagram stories uh it, would it would, in conjunction with that makes it bad. What if what if we did a call and response with him of are you a cop? <laughs> Not a cop. Uh, Larissa just messaged me and said it makes her want to sing the Pocket of Sweets song at him. <laughs> Which, yeah, definitely getting that. Uh, another uh, Tim Parker-related question uh, from uh, Major League World Class Real RBNY Posting. Would you rather fight one Tim Parker-sized duck or 100 duck-sized Tim Parkers? Okay, so, um... This used to be the thing with Connor Lee. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, Tim Parker-sized duck. Or, yeah, right. Um, That's I, I think it was... I think it was Does it the, also have the, the mustache? I hope... First of all, I hope so. Um, second of all, um, Tim Parker... But but the duck is still... It's still duck-shaped. It's still duck-shaped. So, I, th I think it was him. I think it was the uh, nerd YouTuber CGP Grey who said that a duck that size would I mean the legs would not be able to support the weight and it would collapse and yes. you'd win the fight. Yes, I um, have a CPJ Grey uh, hoodie because I support my local <laughs> YouTube guys. He's awesome. I'm glad you watch him too. <laughs> um, so 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 that that is my answer. Although okay. like it, I can't escape from thinking that it would be kind of fun to like just kick around a bunch of like small you know i mean things that are attacking you but they're you know they're this yeah. tall yeah. and so like i don't feel bad about kicking them around no. No. um but it would it would be a more difficult fight okay. especially if they could like climb on you follow-up question right would you rather fight one tim parker size connor laid or 100 connor laid size tim parker <laughs> <laughs> Because as, as Larissa said, Connor Lade is feisty at his size. I can't imagine fighting a human-sized Connor Lade. Well, first of all, the ratio is just wrong. I mean, Connor Lade, Connor Lade is a small guy, but like he's not a hundredth the size of Tim Parker. So, 
definitely I would I would fight um the the, the one Tim Parker sized Connor Lee. Um <laughs> It's just really easy to think about a bigger Connor Lee. It just doesn't work. It doesn't. Like it doesn't. I could see smaller, high pitched voice voiced Tim Parkers, mm-hmm. but I can't see a taller, like baritone Connor Lee. No, you would have to change a lot of things about yeah, him for it to make yeah. sense. Um, um, the last question's from Larissa. She's asking, uh, outside of Miami, what away trip should people like most go to? Most okay. Focus on? Okay. Um, well, good question for us because we've both done a lot. Yes. Um, Minis- as I said, Minneapolis is a very underrated city. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is March, so don't care. It could be put, put on 20. put on a jacket. Honestly, <laughs> um, who cares? Um, very good city. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Salt Lake City as a as a city sucks, but like, there's if if you're into like outdoorsy stuff, there's probably not a better away day that yeah, you could do. It's like six hours away from like ten different national parks. Yeah. Yeah, when, when when we went two years ago, like we took a road trip up to like Grand Teton, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went hiking in a blizzard, um, yeah. and Pat Glodkowski nearly died. Um, he didn't though; he survived. Um, Damn it! <laughs> uh, that was tons of fun. Like like there's there's so much outdoorsy stuff to do in Salt Lake City in the winter, or around Salt Lake City. Underrated trip, mm. and it's a Wednesday, but Vancouver. I know you love Vancouver. Vancouver is such Great a city. fun city Great to city. go to. Uh, I mean, LA is LA. We get to go out yeah. there every year. It's fun if you've never been there before, but like it's expensive because it's LA. I will say, um, if if you are into this kind of stuff, Bad Religion is playing three days after the game in Toronto. In Toronto, <laughs> so um, th- this is for like the you know five remaining punks in ESC. Yeah. Uh, you should maybe do that yeah. one. I, I mean, I can't do it, but when I saw that, that they're playing on the 14th, I, part of me was tempted to just, you know, uh, give up on my job and go there. Because Toronto is also a great city did, as well. Did you see uh, Dropkick Murphys and Rancid are playing like a rooftop venue in the city on May 20th and Stone Pony on the 21st? I did not, yeah. but that sounds fun. I mean, I'm not super into either band. But, yeah. um, did you get tickets for Rage? No, no, <laughs> no. Come on, come on. Absolutely not. And Zoomer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'll have you know, I'm like two years from being a Zoomer. You're a Zoomer. You think you're Gen X? I know I'm not Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a millennial either. Uh but yeah, so we are now a uh, a music podcast, right? Uh, uh, I mean, technically, we're a podcast for birds, according to uh, at, uh, according to Norton. So Jimmy did a. Uh, I completely forgot about this. Jimmy got. Um, uh, I, I can't remember what his his alter ego. Oh, Chip Chipperson. Okay. Jimmy got Chip Chipperson to record an endorsement video for me for my re-election to ESC. 
uh, but didn't give him any information on what Empire Supporters Club was, <laughs> what I was running for, what position I already held. He told him I had a podcast, but didn't explain what it's about. <laughs> so the entire video is just him like, Empire Supporters Club, like, wh what is he? Like, really into Star Wars? Like, what position is he running for? A stormtrooper? <laughs> Off the perch. What's that, a podcast for birds? So <laughs> we are now officially a podcast for birds. And uh, according to Chip Chipperson... Does that mean... Does that... I don't mean to cut you off. Does that mean that we're not a podcast for conspiracy theories anymore? No, no, no. Well, bird conspiracies. Birds aren't real. Where were baby pigeons? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Never thought about that, right. did you? Well, it doesn't really matter because, the. I mean, the pigeons are just surveillance drones they anyway. Are. That's why um, they don't have babies. But yeah, according to Chip Chipperson, I'm a vague piece of garbage with my podcast for birds. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. So, uh, we're both saying 2-1 win. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess that Chris is saying we're going to win 4 nothing, and Chris Armis will be carried off the field uh, like Rudy. Chris, if you don't believe that, speak up now. All right, cool. So Chris uh, Chris, Chris believes that. So 4-0 right. um, win. 4-0 win. That's, that's bold. Bold. That's what we need. Um, yeah, so see you guys next week. Hopefully we'll have some good things to talk about. Maybe we'll have a random signing. Won't have a random signing. It's not going to happen. But maybe. You never know. Uh, so until next time, we will see you later. Bye.